0: podcast i am triforce Todd. join me today is warrior will
1: after 80 oh yes it has been finally come to true fruition and finally persona is coming to switch about bloody time atlas like do you really have to wait, make us wait that long after you announce what the other systems come on like blah, 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 blah.
0: and there goes one of our news stories thanks again will uh, <sighs> Also here. It's tellius tyler
2: i'm gonna have wills back on this and say that if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast you knew that persona was announced already so yeah you're good will you're good yeah
0: yeah uh skull Kids sky is not with us because we're doing uh, uh things obviously a little bit differently tonight uh personal stuff has gotten in the way so we won't be able to record our usual time so we came out here today and so we're gonna have just a little bit of a shorter show because it's been light on news outside of a few showcases and such so let's just get it all started off with what have you been playing? Nothing much. Nope. Totally not had a big game release over the week. And no, definitely not.
1: <laughs>
0: nope, nothing to get your uh, hopes up about. Oh. Yeah. And I know uh, three people who have played it. Oh, anyway, You know uh, four
2: people. Well, I, I said sure. I know,
0: I know, as in excluding myself.
2: So you don't know yourself. I mean, that's... does
0: anybody really know themselves? I, I would say <laughs> yes, probably, probably better than anybody else, at least. Fair enough. Uh, but yes, we are talking about at least loosely about Fire Emblem Three Hopes And for those of you who have only like started one path, that's fine. Most we haven't honestly gotten that far in our game between our our schedules and all that. But we will lightly, lightly. Like, less, as few spoilers as possible. Like, no spoilers outside the demo. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's the first four chapters. And you go pretty far in the first four chapters. You too. go very far in the first four. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, we'll be talking about the story. We'll talk about the gameplay, what we've liked about it so far. And then by next week, at our hopefully regularly scheduled time, we'll have had much more time with the game. And uh, we'll just go from there. So, Tyler, uh, since you were the one who reinvigorated the idea of talking about this, you start
2: yeah so i was like not super fired up about fire emblem three hopes when it release approached i just am not huge on muso games even though the original emblem warriors was a game i sank way too much time into i didn't expect three hopes to like pull me in and i have to say like it is a muso game and it that comes with everything that it comes with you know the combat is not Mm, mm, mm. particularly deep like it's definitely a power rush i actually really enjoy what i played so far like i love being brought back into the three houses and this game is just like three houses fan service like through the Mm -hmm. it's just pure unadulterated three houses seeing all these characters like talking to them and like they the 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 just being placed in that world again has just been such a joy i do like in the in the very for in the in the beginning a lot of the dialogue is constantly like nudging and winking and assuming that you you've played the original game and you know these characters and you know what's going to happen to them or what did happen to them and like i could if I was really being critical, I'd be like, you know, some of these comments are odd comments for, like, where this stuff is happening in the story. Some of the dialogue just feels a little too, like, it comfortable, I guess. It acts like the characters, when they're talking to she's, I feel like they're too familiar with him because... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the writers knew that we're familiar with them already, so they kind of skip all the groundwork and just jump right into, you know, you know these characters, you know what their personalities are. Uh, but I actually just love that, you know? I love seeing them again. and. That's really my biggest takeaway so far from where I'm at. I picked the Blue Lions house, running around as Dimitri and just carving people up, hanging out with Sylvain and Ingrid and all the squad to do. like I I have really enjoyed talking to these characters at big in this world again.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm perfect in the same feelings as well, like go, go on my uh, on Black Eagles run, like just seeing all these characters like and actually expanded a bit more like even showing off side characters like you never seen in the main game. It's like, yeah, it, it just feels good to be back in that world once again, like even even though um, Three Houses was pretty much a very great game in its own right, just to have that complimentary, um, like more. Content more more of the world of Faultland and on all these houses and characters is just like it's just such a blast. And just like, of course, the conversations, the support conversations with Shez and rest of the party in this alternate timeline, it feels like is just it, it really is definitely a defense service game that Koi Tecmo is known for.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, like we've been saying for weeks and weeks now that Fireman Warriors 3 Host is clearly going to be like Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. They were going to take the base setting of three houses like Age of Calamity did for Breath of the Wild, and then they would alter it and change it to kind of fit their thing. we already gotten teases of that with uh, Byleth apparently being an antagonist in this storyline, which they do slightly address in the first couple chapters, but not in a truly overt way. I'm sorry, which is fine, because that leaves some mystery to be solved. What I was surprised with, though, and, and Tyler alluded to this, this is in the four chapters, so we can spoil this, they straight up, like, jump through the entire first half of three houses in, like, two chapters. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's great. I love that. Because I was wondering, like, how much of, like, we knew there was going to be a time skip because of the trailers. But I was like, like, what are we going to get before the time skip and after it? And as you find out with all three runs, you're at the school for like one chapter and then something happens for it. Like for me and Tyler Ward with a uh, Dimitri's run. So there's a, uh, there's a coup that happens and to solve it, Dimitri just straight up leaves the school and goes to become the King of Fargus. Fargus. Sorry. Couldn't resist. Uh, King of Fargus. And that completely changes the entire story. And like your class becomes the, his head general like his own little private army, if you will. And that's awesome because, A, that eliminates the whole I need a five-year time skip. We, they still do a time skip, but it's it's more in the context of this story. And you're not stuck in a hole for five years. So Mazel tov. And I like that because it adds in new dynamics, and all of a sudden the whole history of Fodland has changed. They actually shut down Garrick Mock Monastery and, like, quote-unquote, released the students. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they... they call out these things are like yeah this isn't the story you knew just like age of calamity so let's just see how this plays and it really works like i'm i believe i'm in chapter eight right now and i won't spoil anything but there's a character we meet in three houses that dies in early on in the game and they show up on your side I'm like wait well, how did that happen and they explain yep, like, yep, yep, it yep. and it's like really cool and uh like Tyler noted there's a bunch of winks to the original story. They actually address a subplot in, in for the Blue Lions, like really early on. It's like, but I did this and I can't be here for this reason. He goes, nonsense! You're a you know loyal yada yada. You're a great warrior. We need you. You know, your are pardoned. Get deal with it. See, folks, that's how you get a pardon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm on fire tonight. Um, but no, I will in-
2: say on on like in that. Getting to the t- quote-unquote time skip, like they do, rush a little bit. I think this goes to my point of familiarity with Tomas in like the in the early. I guess that that's still in the demo. Like Tomas, the librarian, is this character in the game who turns out to be like a bad guy, you know? And in the main game, it waits till like chapter eight or nine to like reveal that to you. Yeah, and after, and you well talk after to Tomas, to
0: and yeah. like talk to you, and like right, oh, you talk to the librarian.
2: Yes, you talk to him, like, he's always an NPC that you can talk to when you're running around the school. In this game, you never meet him. They're just like, Tomas the Librarian, he's he's the one who kidnapped Monica. And, like, he just, like, walks in. You've never seen him, If this is the only Fire Emblem Three Houses story you've played. You're like, who is Tomas the Librarian, you know? So, like, there is a little, almost too much leaning into, well, we know that you know this already new players, although I wonder if that, like, people who are buying this have already played three houses. And, like, for me, it worked great. I was glad to just skip the Tomas reveal, because I already knew.
0: No, this is definitely along the lines of, like, not just Age of Calamities, but, like, per- Persona 5 Scramble? Like, that was...
1: Strikers. One... Strikers. Sorry.
0: Okay, which one was Scramble?
1: Was it Scramble? I, I forgot to I'm Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Okay. Anyway, but yeah, that, that, the Musou Persona 5 game takes place after the main game. So, if you played it, you would see all the references to the main story, and thus you kind of need to play it. But, yeah, that you definitely need to have played Three Houses to fully appreciate everything that's going on here. Um, and, again, we, we're not going to get into spoilers, but I, I can only imagine how this thing is going to end. And I'm just on one, we're just all on one path, all right? And I've seen, not spoilers, but, like, clips uh, from Twitter, like, screenshots of uh, certain conversations from other paths and, like, a character who again is dead in another path is alive. Joins another, joins one of the houses, and they have this great relationship with this one character. And I'm like, I'm interested in seeing that because we didn't get to have that in three ho- or three houses. So I like this approach, and uh, I'm very interested in where the story goes because, like, things are just going at a pace that I was not expecting in a in the good way. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see where it all ends. If I actually get the gosh dang bloody time to play it. Like Saturday. Guys, Saturday was a great day. All right. I played it early and I recharged my Switch. Then I played it in the evening. Then I recharged my Switch. Then I played it at like late at night. And then I thought, okay, I'll have to skip Sunday because of the wrestling event I went to. It was a great show, by the way. And Monday, Tuesday, I'll get to play it. Right? Wrong. (laughs) Oh, best laid plans of mice and men and Todd's. Oh, well. But let's talk about the gameplay now, because um, this is, right now, this is my biggest flaw in the game so far. So far. I like what they've done with it. I mean, they've Fire Emblemed it again, but in a much better way than the original title, in my opinion. Uh, I like having the different party members. I like having... Uh, like, the weapons triangle is in the game. Was it in the original? I don't think it was. No,
1: it was not. It was okay,
0: not. Okay, no. It, they it... just, you had skills that could right. turn the weapons triangle on. Right. No, this one is, Uh, this one embraces the weapons triangle. So if you're, like, Dimitri, and you're going to begin against an Axe user, it's harder to break their guard and do damage to them because of the weapons triangle. And I really like that. It makes you really think, like, okay, and, like, uh, if with Ingrid, she's on a Pegasus after the time skip and so you need to be very careful around archers because they do more damage to her like it would in a fire emblem game and i really love that my complaint though is at times it's almost overwhelming what all you have options for uh there are times when i forget to level up characters because i don't think about it there are times when i have to like go into my convoy screen and press optimize because i have no idea what to put on these characters in terms of abilities because you keep like getting new abilities and you're leveling up all the time and you're doing training to get your skill levels up and blah 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 um and then there's then you're you're still doing relationships with people or at least uh, up to a i don't think you can get married in the game if you can I i don't know but that's fine uh And so, you know, you're still doing that. You're trying to do chores, trying to do eating, you're trying to give yourself boost. Uh, Sometimes a random character will want to do an expedition with you, which is fine, but then it's like, okay, I guess I should just do it because I asked. You know, I almost feel like forced. Dimitri's asked me like three times for an expedition. I don't know how to infer that. (laughs) I mean, maybe he's just a friendly guy. I don't know. For the record, I'm male Chez in this version. All right. And I have female byleth. So I'm just saying... And I feel like at times it's just almost, almost a little too overwhelming. And then when you go to like, to pick your characters, um, you only have four out on the field, unless it's a special level. Right. So you have to either constantly rotate your characters, which they do give you boosts if you do that. But sometimes you're like, you know, I just want to blast through this level and I want like my all-star team. But then all of a sudden they're at a higher level. So you're paying to level up the other, so you can catch up. And then you can recruit other characters, which I enjoy and it's just it's almost too much at times do you guys feel that way
1: um it granted there is that sense of feeling because like you have to manage all these people like even on the demo like when i uh playing on the, um, the on on hard mode uh casually even on that like when you go on these like even not the, the main story maps like your your guys will get hit hard on playing on hard mode obviously they
2: do they, and they like, really they do. easily
1: die real quick so if you want to play on the usual uh normal fire difficulty of like permadeath, then yeah if they die they die so like you got to you have to like level up all your characters via on the camping grounds or just go repeat these grind maps again just so you don't make sure they don't die e- even if you're not playing on permadeath. so yeah like you like to said, it's just like I wanna make sure that my guys are not gonna die easily and make, are actually are sufficient to actually hold on their own instead of that. So yeah, I, I can sympathize. Like there's a lot to take in. So that there is that grind aspect that Soul game's are always known for, yes.
2: Yeah, I actually, so I agree with Will but I had a little, bit more foresight than i usually do and i played on hard but i put on classic i just don't want permadeath in my muso game that's that's not what i'm looking for i
0: have done permadeath
2: which means i'm better than both of you (laughs) (laughs) what happened to get good tyler what uh, happened to get good you know todd you know what i i respect you for for going for that hard expense i 100 you know if this was a different game you know me you know i like difficulty but I want to turn my mind off. I do have it on hard mode, so I do know what Will's talk about, about getting hit and how much damage you take. I was very surprised at how much damage I was taking when I would get hit by someone. Um, but So I'm not going no challenge. I'm going, I, I just, you know, that's not what I'm looking for in this game. But I do agree, Todd, with one of the things that you said, the inventory is a lot. It is a lot. Like, I, again, I'm super early. I don't have a ton of weapons, but figuring out like what the best thing to equip on every character is when I'm picking up like six or seven weapons every at least it it does become overwhelming and I know that I can go and sell like you know the basic iron swords and all that but like it's definitely a lot you know it's it the game doesn't give you a ton of guidance on what's best and I maybe maybe when I'm more familiar with systems I'll See it more, but I really don't do too much when I switch weapons. I really yeah. don't feel a massive difference
0: when I do the whole like optimize thing. Like, I'll have, like, say with Shaz, I have an iron sword plus three, and then I'm like, okay, optimize, thinking they'll just like move my skills around. It's like, no, we're gonna give you an iron sword plus one, and that's apparently better. I'm like, okay, why? But I'm not gonna go back to it because clearly, again, this is a computer telling me, you know, Todd, this is the best option for you, so. I try and just deal with it, deal with it, but yeah. I, I wish th- they they do a good enough job explaining things, but because of just the overload of um, and it's one thing in those three houses because you very much knew what you were getting. Because hey, this is an iron sword, this is a steel sword, this is your holy weapon, you know, you knew what to do, and then you knew when to either get a new weapon or uh, or repair your weapon because of the. Uh, wear and tear, which I, I do like that they have that in the game with the abilities, so you're not spamming those all the time. But there are things that I feel that they could have improved a little bit more. Like when you don't personally control a character, they're never going to use their abilities. They'll just use their basic attacks unless you like specifically order them to, I guess. And that's really annoying because I'll be using my attacks, and if I forget to control a character, all of a sudden they're still on level one with their new abilities. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me at all, no, does not So. There are uh, some smaller stuff that I did appreciate, like the shadow slide. Like that's a great ability. Oh, there's a new boss I need to go fight, but they're on the other side of the map. I can warp
1: away. <laughs>
0: like I love that. Now I don't want them, like. Okay, who's close? Are they advantage? Like no, I could just grab Shez and go deal some damage. So that's pretty cool. And then his awakened form, that was that was kind of unique. I really liked that. Um, what are our thoughts on? And this is not a spoiler because we we meet him early on. Uh Arval. Marvel, Marvel. What's his he, name? Oh yeah, the the kid. Yeah,
2: the kid. The the Yeah, the no, the he's not, not his... as cool as Sothis. Like yeah, I yeah, like yeah. Sothis. I don't really like Arval. he's trying too hard to be a kid. Like I, I'm not a big fan.
1: Yeah. I mean like it's basically imitating what Sothis is as being that snappy, like, oh, like but I want to train by jumping off a cliff five times. I don't bring it back five times. Being that like is that the whole dynamic of like the being the straight? Straight Man and, um, like, the comedy comedy release. So, it's kind of imitating what Byleth and Soltis is, but, yeah, as you said, it's a little bit too leaning on that dynamic.
0: I don't mind it, just because I, I... Arval talks a lot more than Sothis does. Like, if you really think about it, Sothis only talks at very important conversations. And Sothis
2: disappears, like, I mean, yeah. unless Arval disappears, and I haven't seen that yet, but Sothis disappears, like, halfway through Three Houses and is gone forever. Yeah. So. So. But I like so. Sothis had, like, a sense of humor about her. It was really a good job by the voice actor and voice direction. Like, mm-hmm. I, Sothis made me laugh all the time. Like, Sothis was so deadpanned and so, like, just, I felt really funny. And Arbol, I don't really like.
0: That's fine. And maybe you'll, maybe you'll grow to like him at the end, you know? Like, you know, like Chronicles 2. Or, or <laughs> Elden Ring. Or the Snyder Cut. Or
2: Elden Ring. Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the green. slider cut notably. Yes, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, see he missed it. He likes the center cut now. Um, but yeah, like again, we're still in the very beginning stages of uh, Kid Scott. is actually the first of all of us. He's in chapter 11 of, I think, isn't he in Azure Gleam? I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: he's in chapter 11, which I don't know how many chapters there are, but if it's anything like 3 houses, it's going to be around 20 per per uh, path. So, and these that's the other thing I want to talk about, the map structure. Like, you're not just doing one map per chapter. You're doing multiples, which is a very Muso thing to do. You have to gain territory in order to go and fight the main boss of the chapter. And there's there's side paths you can take. There's ways to get, like, extra items and resources. And it's very much up to you what path you want to take. So I'm going kind of like the completionist route. I want to get everything. I want to level up everybody and then go and take on the bad guy. Do you guys do the same thing?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much like I just want to make sure I'm probably equipped to face off like that that map. Yeah, I just want to be absolutely prepared, optimized. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm definitely like very. Cause I I think I probably will play all the paths eventually, but Azure Gleam is the one I'm really gonna. I'm pouring my time into, so I'm I'm going pretty completionist with it.
0: Yeah, I uh, I don't know how far I'll get before the next big games come out, which for us, for me, is Live Alive, which is on the twenty second of July. But uh, I'm going to do my best to at least get two, maybe three paths done. I will have my review up by not this Friday, but the next Friday. So by that time, I'll definitely have Azure Clean done and have enough for a review. But I'm definitely going to take my two weeks so that I can see as much as I can, try and get a glimpse of at least two paths and see where we go from there. So,
2: Man, I don't want to... You mentioned Live Alive, and I—if this is a tangent. Go ahead. But I am so like... I, I wanted to play... Why can't that game come out? Like... July eighth.
1: Right, why,
2: right, right. Why is it July? 12th? Like, I'm not gonna be able to finish Xeno three, yet. I'm gonna wanna play Xeno three
0: more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 I, yep, I, yep.
0: I feel that pain. Um, I have, I have no answers for you, Tyler. Yeah, no answers, I, it's but... about, I might have to just wait for a live,
2: alive sale at this point. Like, I, I wanna buy it immediately because I'm hyped. That it's a cool looking game. But yeah.
0: no, I have yeah. no idea. Remember, live, alive had its date first, and then Xeno moved up. Because it was supposed to be yes. September, and then they moved yeah. to July twenty ninth. I don't know why they did that.
1: This is this is very much a
0: Fire Emblem Warriors Mario Odyssey situation. Remember that?
1: Uh, yeah. That was one
0: week apart. Yeah. So I don't know why they're doing it, but they did it, and we just have to endure. So I'll, <laughs> I'm going to be playing it because I got to review both. But I will. Life finds a way. <laughs> Life finds a way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on now to the news. We're not going to talk about too much, but we do have some interesting things to talk about. So, it's time to go down the warp pipe. And first, we'll talk about something that happened today. We had the Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope showcase. Now, we this was touched upon in the uh partners showcase from Tuesday, but no, Wednesday, sorry. Uh no, it is Wednesday. Ah, uh, got time. Bye. <laughs> Happened on Tuesday because that was the 28th, the day before we were supposed to get the direct. And you know the rest. But uh, yeah, we got a little bit more details. Uh, the game looks good. We found out a lot more about the worlds we're going to visit, the kinds of rabbit fusions we're going to see. Our mystery rabbit, the one with the sword, her name is Edge. <laughs> yeah, her name, her. Yeah, I'm not saying that the rabbit looks androgynous. But well, that does, does go back to a note indrushes. that, yeah, we,
2: back in the day when that first character was revealed last year, I remember there was some station about Rabbit Mario, Mad yeah. Mario with the I, hearts. Now, yeah,
0: I mentioned that on the podcast because I'm did. like, because Edge looked like a guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, how did it not look like a guy? It's not, it wasn't like uh, Rabbit Peach and Rosalina where you could very easily. I
1: think it's pretty, pretty definitive that it was a female.
0: No, you didn't really. No, you didn't. It was pretty obvious. It was a female.
2: No. Okay, so I, let me just tell you right now, Will, was not obvious because I agree with Todd. I thought it was a guy. Okay,
1: maybe hi, uh, hi. maybe it was too, okay, maybe not as obvious, but it was pretty clear in that it was a <laughs> female. Okay, yeah. fine. I, like, I'll give you the, the benefit. And maybe that, not, not, yeah, it has that androgyny feel of it, but Edge was pretty uh, leading on the female scale.
0: Well, it's just like, it, I would counter that by saying, well, look at, uh, Tensei Five, Like, that character's supposed to be an albino, no, but it looks female. They, they sorry, they look female. I mean, female. the
1: hairstyle definitely tricks you off on all that. Granted, yeah. I'll give you that much. Uh, because, sorry. again,
0: look at Rosal- P- Rabbit Rosalina, Rabbit Peach. They clearly look female because not just their attire, but their hairstyle because they're, rep- they're, they're rabbit forms of those female characters versus Edge. Who has a very anime male protagonist look with the sword and with the black hair spike? I don't up. know.
1: Maybe I'm just too like ha- I've been in that hole for too long. I could actually differentiate it, so I don't know. Oh, it, did, did you hear
0: that, Tyler? <laughs> he, Will is more cultured than us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says that all the time. Uh-huh. Also, I wanted to recall that that podcast, I'm pretty sure it was the E3 podcast last year, it was. when I mentioned the the Mario Rabbit having the hard eyes about Edge will most definitely did not say the edge was female
2: he Do definitely guys. didn't he we would have both remembered that yeah. yeah
0: because he was like oh you never know or something like that look it up it's on the site you can yep. find it yep so uh but aside from edge we have more uh, details on the bad guys cursa who is a mm-hmm. dark who wields the dark mess
1: Get it? <laughs> dark
0: mess oh they're so clever um and this darkness is trying to take the sparks which are of course a fusion of rabbits and lumas and Mario and crew are going throughout the galaxy to save them and this leads us to like arguably the most fun element of the reveal we're getting Bowser as a playable yep. character yep
1: yep yep his
0: army has been uh what do you want to call it brainwashed by the yep. darkness as, yep, yep, as always as yep, always yep, yep. yeah as it should be. And so, of course, Bowser decides to help out because he wants his armi- armies back. And of course, his weapon is a rocket launcher. <laughs> a big honking rocket launcher that even I with mean, it's more like laughs. a
1: BFG, like a big bazooka, just yeah. like, yeah, like, okay. Like, leave the heavy hitting to be I just use a big bazooka for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's pretty much it. And it works. It totally works. Um, we got more insights into the gameplay, like the free range of motion, which is going to open up so much more strategies. Uh, being able to like bounce on enemies to do damage and still have the turn move, being able to tag team attacks, which is, is uh, a carryover from the last game. But now you can do like with three different uh, uh, of your characters. The characters now have much more distinctive weapons this time around. Mario's got the dual wielders. Rab Mario has the melee gauntlets. Luigi has a bow and arrow. Uh, you're going to have a much greater time picking picking your team to suit your strategy and that's gonna be fun because the sparks will give you special elemental abilities which will help you affect your enemies in various ways so they're clearly going for the overhaul this time around to make it as grand a turn-based strategy rpg as possible while still having the rabbit's madness of it all
1: Mm, yeah just it is more or less like expansion i'm just like i'm really glad they have kept this thing silent for all these months even after all the of trouble and just like just seeing the, the director again just like explain all this and just have that same passion i can just remember like he was crying during that e3 and now he just improves so much upon that it's just like it really is good to see this guy like really so passionate about this project and if the, as we said many times over, if the first game was any clue in and just how fun it is, like, of course, like the big singing uh, rabbit, I can't imagine how this next game is going to be. Like, will they bring that back or even, even something better? I, like, it's just very good to see like how much passion this project has been put into.
2: Tyler? Uh, I I'm sorry, I completely cut out.
0: Sorry, we're still talking. Like, what? What do you think of what we saw? You can you can reference the partner showcase. What did you What did you like from what you saw from Mario and rabbits?
2: Oh, you know the biggest thing is, I know what the gameplay is going to be like, so that didn't surprise me. I thought the NPCs. This is just an odd observation. Thought they looked awesome. Like, I really liked the 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 like the guy with the big beard. Like the rabbit. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, giant okay, characters okay,
2: okay. they did look like they had a ton of personality in a way that actually reminded me of Okazooie.
1: like yeah yep yep, that's yep. I like that
2: yeah these really like colorful unique looking characters that have these big personalities like I'm I, I hope that the rabbit's humor isn't too much and that they like have some wit that banjo Kazui's writing had uh but if they do I think that that we're really gonna be in for a treat in terms of the world overall it also looks. The first game looked great, but this game looks beautiful as well, and it's just a testament to what you can do on Switch with an inspired team and an
0: inspired art style.
1: And giving Mm -hmm. them the
0: time to actually do their jobs!
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep.
0: But I agree, and uh, at the end of the showcase today, they showed off a female rabid boo, because of course they did. (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) like... And she winks at the camera, and I'm like, Wait, am I supposed to be? <laughs> like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Oh, it triggered a lot
1: of people. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I do love the
0: personalities that they're clearly putting. Like, it's going to be piggybacking off of Tyler. I love the personalities, like with Rabbit Rosalina, who just couldn't care less. She's like, oh, So jaded. I... She is
1: so jaded. Yeah. I like
0: yeah, so I love jaded. that. And that's yeah. funny because it's like, he, even the director was like, yeah, she's so jaded. The very opposite of her character inspiration. I'm like, like, that yeah. is clever. That is clever.
1: So. And, and, and I do wonder if we will actually, we'll actually will see Rosalina in the story. Uh, I have yeah. no doubt, I yeah, feel like. That's actually
0: my biggest kind of surprise, because they said that, and they specifically state in the showcase today, that with Bowser and Edge, the, the, the roster is complete. So we're not going to get Rosalina as a playable character, which I find odd. I'm so skeptical. They must be lying.
2: And if they're not lying, then there will be a Rosalina expansion like there was a Donkey Kong expansion in the last one.
1: Perhaps yeah 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 likely that because like yeah now like the pre-order details c- c- came out we we will get obviously another season pass with that game and yeah like the extra cosmetics and like I'm pretty yeah if Rosalina is not doesn't take a uh, direct part in the story then yeah likely with the Donkey Kong DLC you probably get that, that that as well yeah
0: I I yeah we don't think I get something with her because it's this is kind of her thing like it's space it's the Lumas this is what Rosalina does so why do we have a rabbit. Rosalina, but not Rosalina herself. It, it doesn't track. But you know, we'll we'll just have to see how it goes. They said themselves that they're they're saving a few surprises, so we'll see. But uh, and then, of course, the biggest detail is we do have a release date. It is October twentieth of this year so
1: yeah <laughs> and, and yeah which like that day is gonna be packed but uh, before we head for further details like i just want to also highlight regarding to like the, the highlight of composers which one obviously they brought one background kirk Hope, but even better they i have two more famous uh, composers which is uh gareth coker a la uh, halo fame and yoko Shimura, who probably recognized as kingdom hearts and and final fantasy is just like having these three composers working on this game is just like jeez, this is, this is pretty big. I mean, if, if only to have Nobuo Uematsu work on this game, then that would be absolutely ecstatic.
0: <laughs> yeah, even just listening to the soundtracks they were playing during the showcases and the trailers, that was like that was actually pretty good stuff. So, you know, imagine once we get into the world and the boss fights, and again, Kingdom Battle was the game that should never have happened, should never have worked, and yet it did, and we're all grateful. You know, sometimes you do need to take that swing, and they do it sometimes hit when they take that swing, unlike Federation Force and so many other things. I, uh, I was gonna install banjo kazooie, but I'll let Tyler off with a break. <laughs> okay. Yo,
2: nuts and bolts, good game. No, not a good banjo game. Uh, game. it's a good game. No, Eats Have you ever played it? Ever played it either of you guys? I, I I have watched people play it. Okay, okay, you haven't played it. Will, have you played it? No, I don't have it. Okay. Got, sorry. Oh, okay. So you haven't played it, so you
0: don't know if it's good or not. Okay, fair okay, enough. Fair fair, 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 fair. Fair. We've talked about that here on the show. We can't. have. You can't. I can't judge Elden Ring because I've never played it. That's right. So that's right. I can still judge Tyler though. Anyway, uh, but yeah, again, October 20th. It's gonna be good, and uh, you can get your pre-orders in and uh, let us know who you think you're gonna have in your party based on what you saw in the trailer. Because I definitely have no idea. All right. Next up, we have Splatoon 3. We got yep. some musical information. Apparently, Pearl and Marina have found some new bandmates, and so they will apparently be back in Splatoon 3 via Damp Socks featuring featuring Off the Hook, a.k.a. Pearl and Marina. And they dropped one of their first tracks, and Will was very excited about this. I mean,
1: if you notice, like again, the style they dropped off. Like one, let's let's talk about like their new it, that look in that image. It's just like, yeah, Marina Stalin as always, and of course, gotta give props to Pearl as well. Just like how, like how of a new fresh look, no pun intended, they have in the, in this game. And like once, and of course, like music has always been a very good part of Splatoon ser- series, and just like listening to those beats is like. I, I just can't wait. Once uh, Splatoon Three comes out, I want to h- see that virtual concert once again, which they have done for the past two games. So yeah, just like listen to those beats. It, it is a very good beat. So one, I'm glad that Off uh, the Hook is back for this game. And but yes, as well, we will he- also hear more from the original uh, Squid Sisters of um, uh, ah, Cavi and Marie. But it, it's it's just kind of kept wondering like. Sure, we have those two groups, but I still am keep on the hope that there will still be one more music group to be introduced for this game. So I don't know. That that's just my theory.
2: I would rather just run back Pearl and Marina, but mainly Pearl because she won this final Splatfest. Obviously, <laughs> ah. Pearl, obviously the cooler of the two. Obviously, uh,
1: very obviously,
2: Pearl is way everything cooler than it. the two. But yeah, no, it's good to have them back. You know, I figured they wouldn't drop them because the bands are so but Callie and Marie is the interesting question. Will they bring them back again? Or will they save them for another DLC?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they put them in the story mode again. You know, now that they're reunited, so they can be, like, you know, the secret agents again with, uh... Yeah.
1: Um, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't they uh, per, uh, Callie and Marie now introduced during when the whole of uh, uh, Furry Octolings was in that trailer was showed off? I don't know. Uh, like, that, uh, I don't think it was showed up prior.
0: I don't think so, but I don't remember now. So was we'll at the sea and again uh September what for Splatoon Three?
1: Uh yeah, September yeah. What the uh, the beginning of the September. Ninth, I I
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, September ninth. That was it. So yeah, September ninth. And so we're definitely gonna get more information on Splatoon Three, the weapons, the soundtrack, and no doubt a trailer as we get ever closer because we're only like almost two months away.
1: So, yep. Yep.
0: That's awesome. Now uh final piece of news. This is a leak potentially, and that's that Bayonetta 3 might have its release date. Yes, Bayonetta 3, the other third-party game that we should have gotten in the Direct Mini which we did not get in the Direct Mini, and fans are like, why? And by fans, I mean me. So, okay, no, not alone. But uh, no sooner had the Direct come out than a uh, well-known insider who has been correct before on various things said that currently the release date is set for October 25th which means that would be th- uh, 5 days after Rabbids and uh maybe uh do or I I think it'd be better like twenty twenty eighth, but that's also only a, uh, again that's a week away away from uh Rabbids so I think it could be I think this would be a good December release you know give them that extra time cuz they're clearly still polishing it and there's nothing in December at present to interfere. Put it like first week of December. That's two weeks after Pokemon Gen 9. And I'll make it a nice Christmas gift to bundle with, you know, like, oh, oh son and da- or daughter, uh, what would you like for Christmas? Oh, I like Bayonetta 3. This is Emory Natata with, with an Umbra which whose hair is her clothing and she technically goes naked to fight monsters. That's a wonderful gift. <laughs> 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 you know someone's tried that. I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't know if this leak is true, but we, I am, I really feel we need to get Bayonetta 3 News soon?
1: Yeah, like, na- like we're, we're now pretty much going out of that uh, summer game fest and all, now nah, out nah, with this past mini, uh, direct mini, so now, like, if you're going to announce something in, like, July or even August, and yeah, now will be a good, those two months will probably be a good time to know, like, yes, yeah, set us for four, even the winter, That like, let us know now, yeah, yeah.
2: But there were rumors that Advanced Wars was going to come out in December, but that's, I mean, when you you were talking about release dates for Bayonetta 3, I, I, it's driving me crazy again that, does anybody think about Advanced Wars? When was the last time that game crossed your guys? I mean probably the last time you mentioned it on twitter yeah
1: <laughs> i think it's like the last time was like pretty much at the beginning of the month of the year back in february yeah.
2: it's been left for dead people completely forgot nobody's talking about the war in ukraine anymore no one release well, advanced God. wars
1: hold on
0: you, you can't say no one that's like, true that's think, true. Think, think about how you phrase that you can't people say... in
2: ukraine are thinking about it people like, in russia the, are thinking and about people in it. russia but what? No, there's nobody else. in the, the news in America is not even talking about it. It's well, we like we got
0: bigger issues.
2: <laughs> I mean, do uh, it, uh, the whole thing that the delaying it initially. My my point, delaying it initially was moronic. There is no plan around when this game is coming out that we know of, and I want them to tell me when that's coming out. I December is what insiders have said. So, say Bayonetta probably doesn't come out then, but who knows? Maybe they would just pack that month with both of them. You never- Either way, I am tired of not having advanced wars
0: information. Yeah, that I am still okay with that decision. I know you're not, Tyler. And that's fine. But if there, what if slash when we get an, a next true direct, we definitely need to get some kind of update on advanced wars. Just to say, we're still waiting to release it, or we're probably going to release it later this year. You know, give us give us something. You know, give us yeah. Give us at some least, information. Give us at least in uh Inkling? Ah? Uh, right. Uh... Good one. Huh? Anyway, so uh, yeah. And now with that, we can talk about our main event, because there was a Direct, kind of. uh, Yeah, we got a Nintendo Direct Mini, which wasn't really Mini at all. It was 25 minutes. And it was a partner showcase, which was the bane of our existence for a few span of months back in 2020. Is it 2020 or 2021?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I think it was during 2020.
0: Yeah, 2020. But, uh, yeah, it was back, and there was actually some things to talk about in it, so let's do some direct talk. All right, so... We won't do our usual thing about breaking down, you know, point by point. Because some of these games, we just don't need to talk about at all. I'm looking at you, Pac-Man Repack. <laughs> Yo, don't be, let's be very careful about Pac-Man I Repack. will not. My younger
2: brother has been asking for a Pac-Man World 2 remake for a very oh. long time. And this is Pac-Man World 1. So, to me, this was extremely relevant. Oh.
1: Yes, but
0: I might it's... actually get Pac-Man World 1 Repack. Well, to, cool. cite, to cite a word that's been thrown around for the wrong reasons recently, you and your brother are officially niche. Yeah, you heard me. Niche.
2: Niche. <laughs> niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good word, and I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. As long as we're clear on that. All right. Uh, so they they started out with uh, sunbreak, which is honestly fine. They revealed there's going to be extra content, season pass. I, I the, mean, free updates.
1: Like- I was probably the only person who's actually excited for for Sunbreak, which going to be released by the time this this podcast gets released on June thirtieth. Are,
2: are
0: you going to get it, Tyler? Are Sunbreak? You? No, I'm okay. not going to get it. I, I, mean, know, I know others are excited. Well, so you're not alone. Maybe alone in this podcast, but that's. that's I mean.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like just like they, what they showed off, and now the reviews are currently out right now of Sunbreak is like. Yeah, it's good. I mean, again, we we heard way more enough of this from the Capcom spotlight and all of that. So, but it's good to see like they, they they're just like reminding, yeah, this is coming out tomorrow or today. So, yeah, it's good for, to to bring it back.
0: Yeah. Now the first big surprise, and I really didn't expect to see this we're getting near automata
1: yep and that thing was quite exciting for a lot of people like granted uh, we, we've just recently heard of the spec details that this thing game will be running on 30 frames per second on the switch but it will once it's stuck it will be on, on a 1080p uh, resolution so obviously it's not gonna be like on the ps4 and clearly not gonna be on PC specs but like i'm just very like kind of surprised that yeah as i said new automata is coming to the switch and if you have not played near yet then this probably is like the next best option because one they are bringing the the yorha the, the, the game of the yorha edition which is all dlc plus new exclusive nintendo switch dlcs which are new costumes including uh 2p uh just yeah, this game—if if you know your portal, if you played the near other, his other creations, it will mess you up. So, like, if you haven't got a chance to, by all means, you should definitely try uh, near which it will be coming physical. Uh, you can, which you can currently pre-order on the scoring website or your current, uh, local retailers at Best Buy, Amazon, and local retailers.
0: Yeah, and this—the they call the year of the Yora. Yeah, Yora. Right? The year of the Yora. Yeah, year yeah, of the Yora. Uh, This will have all the previous DLC content plus some exclusive costumes for the Switch version, and it'll be coming out on October 6th. That's not the last time you're going to hear us talk about October. (laughs) So let's see. uh... Okay, I want to talk about this next game just because of the title. It's Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Eyes, special eyes, laser eyes.
1: I mean, it's a puzzle thing, sure. I mean, like... look,
0: I'm just saying, it's 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 a it's a stupid name. Like, it's, a, it's supposed to be the super serious mystery, and it's called "Lorelai and the Laser Eyes." Like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. All right, so we're getting n uh, Super Mar- Bomberman R. We're getting two. Super Bomberman R. R two. R two. R two D two. Yeah. Uh. Now this next one, <laughs> I promise we're going to skip in a bit. Um, it has our Coworker JJ, very excited. The Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were wondering when this series of Mega Man would come back, and yeah, a lot of people were very happy. Yes, yes.
2: Not a surprise, though. I would say they've been. They did the Mega Man Collection. They did the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Battle Network bound to be next.
0: Yeah, but uh, I I have fond memories of the Battle Network Collection because it was honestly a lot of fun. They did get a bit repetitive by the end, but that's just the nature of all games. Even the mainline Mega Man series had that issue. Yes. But uh, for those who haven't played it, or those who you know want to have that nostalgia itch, like our coworker, JJ, uh, by all means, by all means. Now, I do want to point out one thing before we get into another major title announcement. In the beginning of the Direct Mini, they said that they were focusing on titles that were coming out this year. And yet two games in, they revealed a 2023 title. And then three games later with Blanc, which I actually think looks very adorable, uh, is another 2023 title. If you're, you're going to show 2023 titles, just say that. Say you're going to show this year's games next. They specifically say that we're only going to show games of this year, two games <laughs> later, it's 2023 title. Hello. <laughs> they no! always
2: do that. Talk- and stuff like that. And like you knows when Blanc will come out in twenty twenty three. It probably could be I would say as late as April. You know, like it they, they always say that one thing and then they do something completely different. It's yeah. it's just what you you know.
1: I, I was at the point like, oh it's this year like nah, nah, I don't think I will. Like you you always lie. Yeah.
2: One thing you can count on is if if it's a partner showcase, you are not going to get any first party. Like they will stick by that rule. And they did. And they did.
0: So now this next one I'm talking about because of Tyler and because of a very key thing that was shown in this in this uh, gameplay clip. Let's talk Sonic Frontiers. Because while at first it didn't really show anything new, they did show that Sonic is going to go to a, quote, cyberspace world. And this area, which I have frozen in time on my screen right now, looks like an actual Sonic level. And it's been confirmed Mm -hmm. that the cyberspace levels are, in fact, incredibly linear. So, like, a Sonic level! To which I say, why couldn't the game just be this the whole time?
2: (laughs) I mean, I will say, if you've been following Frontiers, you've heard that there's gonna be traditional levels involved. I think that they're, like, tied to getting the Chaos Emeralds, from what I've read. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pumped about it. They looked really cool. The the levels that they showed, I, it goes back to why they decided the IGN first was the best way to show this. Like, makes no sense because this trailer made the whole game look amazing. And like, a trailer is a trailer, you know. It's a trick. That's a marketing
1: ploy.
2: Of but a lot of people felt felt a lot better about Frontiers after seeing this. And and I wouldn't say I was one of them because I've I'm more of a impressions guy. But mm-hmm. I'm, I was glad that the game finally had a good showing. That everybody seemed to be like, "Oh, awesome! That looked cool." Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Like I, I feel like like this was definitely what they sort of shown off because like all Sonic's of moves. Like the, I even see some like some throwbacks to like Sonic Heroes, like especially with that uh, blue tornado, tornado and all that, yep. like that. And like even some of the even has like a Sonic having a parry move, which is like okay. Like I'm not sure if it was done in prior games, but just like seeing Sonic having all these different different actions plus with those cyberspace levels like yeah green hole zone a city level which reminds me of something a very akin to a spatoon like yeah uh, like out of nowhere it's just like yeah why couldn't they show this early and of course like that they show off like the the antagonist which i don't remember name uh, currently right now but yeah they show off like their the, the render the designs and like yeah this is definitely much more better presentation than what we that what what other um, IGN has presented prior. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just the, just the idea that hey, we're, you are gonna get linear levels in here makes me at least hopeful. But this also could be like a Sonic Unleashed situation where a lot of people like the Sonic levels but not the Warehog levels. Right, right. And I don't want that because then that's not a Sonic game. That's a half a Sonic game. Yeah, yeah, and then, right. And then what Sonic Team wanted to do, we all know how that goes.
2: Yeah, you, you listen. We always run the risk of a disaster with Sonic at all times. Disaster could strike at any moment. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm taking the good with. I like what I saw. Um, uh, they still don't have a firm release date, right? It's still just like no, 2022. Still 2022. A lot of games
0: yeah. are like that, actually. Bayonetta, yeah. God of War, Ragnarok, Sonic
2: Frontiers. I also will not be getting this on. I think I'm getting this on PlayStation because I want the the graphics.
0: That's fine. Do what you need fir-
1: to. Yeah, the, the like the frame rate, you gotta have to get fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't blame you for that. I don't blame you for that at all. And finally, to kind of come full circle, if you will, from what Will said earlier, we're getting Persona on Switch. Ah, the bloody time! Yeah. And before you say anything, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we totally saw this coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, how could you not?
0: All right, but yes, we are indeed getting Persona 5 Royal. We are getting Persona 4 Golden. And we are getting uh, Persona 3 Portable. The three, what should we call them? Truly exceptional Persona games, I suppose.
1: <laughs> Game of, uh, people who defend Persona 1 and 2 will come after you. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. These are the ones that helped elevate the series. I think everyone can agree with that. Um, but yes, we are getting all three titles. They will come to Switch they uh they will be in their top forms like with persona 5 we're getting the royal version which is the what how would you define royal
1: Will it is the definitive version, basically with the base game with extra content and basically alter, uh changing the storyline. So basically, it is the definitive version. I'm not okay. sure if it's going to come with the, all the DLCs. That's the one thing I'm I'm kind of curious about. I think, it will. but like, and yeah, if it doesn't. Is,
0: we're just we're still getting Persona Five on Switch.
1: Yes, so, it finally comes on Switch, yeah. which like I, I wrote it, I wrote the piece on, on the side and like again the fact that they hold off uh, that Atlas hold off from the prior announcements from the Xbox showcase <laughs> to be like oh. But it is coming on PS5 and, and Xbox and PC. Yes, Switch, when, when, and only now, like they said, like, yeah, it's finally confirmed for Switch. Like, oh, you're just holding for this until the end of the month. This is like, Alice, you sly, <laughs> you sly demo. I hate it that you want to, like, just made us wait for, for Switch announcement. But fine, fine, it's your series. Do whatever you want. Still kind of infuriating a little bit.
0: No, don't do whatever you want. Do what's best for us. Gosh. Hey. God.
2: And they, they finally did. We, we've we been talking about it pretty much since the Switch launch. We've been begging for it. I do feel like this announcement would have been way more exciting, you know, if it was three years ago when they should have announced Persona 5 for Switch. Before but,
1: Strikers, yeah. Before Persona 5 Strikers, yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm still insulted by that. Oh, let's give you a Musou game instead of the main game. But this is the, I, I, the main game. We don't care! It was just so bizarre
2: because i just started thinking that they must not be able to there must be a technical reason why they can't bring persona 5 to switch and then when xbox announced it again my hope kind of rekindled yeah. that we would probably get it but i'm definitely going to pick this up very excited about it excited about the other two as well yeah that- uh, to me these are great switch games rpgs are really fun especially as an playing an rpg on switch is so much easier because you just got way more that you can pick it up and play without having yeah. to commit to sitting for three
1: hours. Yeah. On yep, that yep, yep.
0: note, on that note, Persona Five Royal will come to the Switch on October twenty first. And... One day after the Yeah. Um, binge, binge the game, guys. Like full tilt, get rabbits, beat it in a day. No. Uh, rabbits will be my priority, and then Persona, because Persona's been out for a while. Um. Then Golden and Portable will be coming soon, whatever that means. Yes,
1: it, it'll be coming, uh, like, it hasn't been announced yet, but I That's last I checked, it was, like, it, it will be, uh, last I checked, it will be coming as a digital release, last I checked, because I know Persona 5 Royal will be coming as a physical, last, last mm-hmm. I checked on the details. So, yeah, like, November, uh, no, no, not November, uh, October. Yeah, October, it is packed. Near Rabbit, Persona f- is just like, uh, <laughs> my wallet's going to kill me. Yeah.
0: So, but yes, we, so, quickly, very quickly, let's grade this. I'm going to give it a B. Um, it would have been a lot lower, but we honestly got some surprises. We got Persona, we got Nier, we got, uh, we didn't talk about because you already did it before, but they talked about Mario and Rabbids. Uh, they showed some new games, they showed some older games, they showed some ports. They showed what they usually do in a partner showcase, but because of the impact of key uh, announcements like Nier and Sparks of Hope and Persona 5 and such, I'm going to give it a higher grade than I probably. Would otherwise and give it a B.
1: I mean, granted, th- this mini direct, well, like the the ball for mini directs it was pretty low to begin with, like in a, if the track word was anything else. So, personally, for me, this was an A. Like the fact that one bringing near a persona, finally, and of course, rabbits, and with the like other new details like train grade, and like even like the har- the um, the harvestella from Square Enix is like. Okay, a Harvest Moon Final Fantasy, fine. Uh, it's uh, like, yeah. Uh, and of course, like they also had like other things from the Japanese side of things, like the um, the Shin chan game the, the, and the Doraemon uh, story of season. So there was definitely uh, some sprinkle of all things of what you want. Plus, of course, Pac-Man as well. So personally for me, it, it's a solid A. Um, clearly one of the best minis out there currently. Tyler, Yeah,
2: and, and I think we'll kind of hit the nail on the head. The, the bar for minis were so low. You know, oh, I yeah. did not expect anything coming into this. And I walked away like, wait, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I first watched it, I, I kind of was like, you know, this is fine. There wasn't anything that made me freak out. I was not surprised by Persona. I was not, there's nothing here that I freaked out about. And yet when I looked at the recap and writing, I I have to give it an A. There's a lot of really uh, cool games in here. A ton. Mega Man Battle Network looked great. We joked about Pac-Man World. I think that's pretty cool. Blanc looked really cool to me. There were only a few games that I thought weren't interesting. Like, for me, Return to Monkey Island didn't do anything. And there was that, like, game that uh, Little little Noah, Scion of Paradise, that came out, like, the same day. Like, little things that I wasn't interested in. But nothing that felt like shovel wary outside of the disney one like oh, every God. one of these disney games was right there.
0: like, there's been like a minute or two on that like really like how much is disney paying you guys right
1: yeah. and, and plus they also shadow dropped it out the portal collection as well they shadow
2: dropped the portal collection it's available for like 15 bucks like it's cheap it, it, it's a great collection you gotta play those it's games Port- if you haven't I mean, it's, portal. it's portal, portal. you gotta if you haven't played portal take it from us right now you have to play it it's one of the 10 best games of all time. Don't games. worry like, there's cake. <laughs> <Dang> it, I <laughs> yeah. was going to make that joke. You yeah, yeah. Need to play need to play Portal. So yeah, I mean I'm very impressed by the third party lineup and even though it wasn't the first party direct we hoped for. Yeah. I, I, this was a pretty darn good show. Like yeah. I I give it an A.
0: It was it was better than we were all expecting by a large margin. Like, the, the yes. Twitter reaction was huge. Like, there was a guy who joked about it at the mini-partner showcase the day before the announcement. And he goes, oh, I hope we don't get get this again. And then it was, I'm like, "Oh, that guy's not going to be happy. And, you know, I still think we need a first-party direct soon. But given what we know is coming out first-party between Xeno and Splatoon and Pokemon, and now these third-party games to fill in some of the gaps we still got a packed year like we have a more packed year now than we did before this direct and that's a good that's yeah good thing
1: to have. yes yes you, i mean
0: near is a must about
2: get this, for me yeah
1: yeah like yeah if you haven't gotten near already i mean I, I got the i got near uh, game of the year edition on ps4 but like, just for sake but i'm actually what we will plan to double dip just for like yeah just like bringing near on a go and like, as you said like a lot of people kind of consensus that said like the Nintendo's year was kind of slipping a little bit just because, again, we're, that, we're kind of drowning that. a bit. But now with, like, this Direct and, of course, like, the upcoming year, I think I, I would argue that we're pretty much good on Nintendo Direct's first-party-wise just because we all, we do have such a big, like, second half. And, of course, the big Chronicles 3, we'll be carrying the Switch for a while. So, like, if any estimate, and my estimate is that I would think that uh, we'll get a first-party Direct probably at least in the fall or maybe late fall. In my we'll
0: All right, and with that, we're ending this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Ah! Oh, my yes, last week
2: <laughs> <laughs> I okay. did ask you a very important poll question while Todd's dying over there. Uh, we asked how likely you were to buy Xenoblade Chronicles three, and 33 percent of you said definitely buying. the attack.
1: <laughs> 14... so... uh, I'll start going ahead.
2: 13.8 said probably buying 15.5 said undecided and 27.6 said no chance
1: <laughs> and wow, that's, that's
0: higher that's higher than i thought it would be Again, there but are, there are a bunch of xeno haters out there i'm just saying like it's bad <laughs> it really is
1: yes and i, I can i say say the, the twitter announcement now from from their you may. Account? And yeah, because at the time of, of recording, Twitter uh, Nintendo has finally sh- will be reopening the special edition pre-orders oh, yeah. on Nintendo Store. But the uh, the most funny part is they did not show off the time, review the time period on when they were going to release the open period. So if you got to be pre-ordering that special edition for the Chronicles Three, by all means, just wait until like midnight or whatever. Just be hounding that store because you it will go out quick. And they even limited to one one copy per account. Counts so if you're if you're hunting for that ge- for that special edition, good luck, good luck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, and let us know what you thought about the mini partner showcase, about the rabbit showcase, about uh potential Bayonetta release date, Splatoon, and if you've been playing Fire Emblem Three Hopes, how? How have you been enjoying the game? Or have are you going to get it soon so you can enjoy the game? Let us know in the comments below. So, for us, Tyler and Wario Will, I am Triforce Tyler. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not allies. We made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag.